and welcome to the Royals Rundown Podcast, the Kansas City Royals Podcast in association with Inside the Royals. I am Jacob Elham, and joining me tonight, I have Joel Penfield of Kansas City Sports Network and One Royal Way. Joel, how are you doing tonight, man? Hey, I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, no, th- thank you for joining me. So, hey, let, let's just hop right into it. You know, I was telling you uh, when when I saw you doing one world way, I was like, hey, who, who's this Joel Penfield guy? Like where like, am I supposed to know him? Am I missing something like can can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Man, I'm a nobody with a microphone, so we'll just start there. But <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm just a huge baseball fan. Live, live in Kansas City, call it home. So. Uh, it was just a good opportunity to, to talk about the Royals. I've been doing stuff with Royals Farm Report for you know, the last few years. We were given a, an incredible opportunity with uh, with Kansas City Sports Network right as the season started. And they wanted a big league show, too. So I figured, you know, why not and kind of hop on and, and do it. I am the only host, technically, but I rotate. <laughs> I have like a rotating cast of characters that hop on with me and and talk about the team. But no, man, I, I just I love the game and it's a, an awesome opportunity to to do that every single, you know, at least a couple times a week. There you go. Well, c- congrats on that. I know the team over at Farm Report did uh, did a lot of work over the years, kind of uh, unthankfully. You know, it was uh, we, we really took for granted what the services you all provided. So thank you for putting in the work there. And I'm glad that it's paying off a little bit here. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to have Alex on here shortly. We were just talking tonight, so we'll uh, I'll be bugging him before too long. <laughs> but um, I, I'll have things been going with one Royal way. Are you liking it? Is it too much? What you think? Oh, I mean, it's a lot of fun. I, I wish the team was a little better. It would make my, <laughs> make my life a lot easier not having to dig through, through too much of the negative to get to the positive. But, um, but it's been fun. First episode, I got to interview Scott Barlow at yeah. uh, the place where he trains in Kansas city in the off season. So got to sit down with him, talk to a big leaguer on the first episode. I mean, you can't, can't do much better than that, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. And to, to see, the, the way the channel has grown, the way the podcast has grown uh, here, you know, in a short period of time, obviously it's not going to do the same numbers that chief stuff does that the NFL <laughs> machine is an entirely different animal, uh, but it, is, it has been cool to see that community start to, to come together a little bit with KCSN. Yeah, for sure. Y'all have uh, y'all, the trajectory, the trajectory has gone straight up, man. So congrats on that. Um, talking about that community a little bit more. So l- let's, Let's dive right into it on Royal social media right now. It's been pretty negative. I would say the past couple of days, but really the past couple of weeks, it's been bad. Um, can I just get your quick take on like, how is someone supposed to navigate this kind of cesspool right now? Well, I mean, fan is short for fanatic. So people are going to have hard opinions. They're going to be, uh, you know, they're going to say stuff on social media because they have the kind of the, what's the word like the the buffer of mm. their phone and the ability to type it out right so people are going to be toxic there's there's toxicity across any fan base i mean you can see yankees fans were losing their mind in the middle of this you know five games in wanting to fire aaron boone and now they're the best team in baseball so it's just <laughs> the way that it goes the ebbs and flows of 162 game season and i do think a lot of it is the fact that the royals did kind of try to sell us on this they were going to be competitive or at least try to be that way and that just has not been the case at all some of the lineups have been running out there very clear that's not the case the lack of development that we've seen in the young pitchers and playing veterans that are just plain not good anymore tells me that's not the case so that's going to piss a fan base off because they we were sold a bag of goods that is soiled right now 
just, I mean, that's, that's the, the truth of it right now. At least that's how it seems. There's still 130 some odd games left. So there's still time to turn it around, but right now I don't blame fans for being upset. I, I really don't. Now, do I think some of it is a little extreme? Absolutely. But you kind of filter that stuff out. You, you kind of meet somewhere in the middle, like the people that are going to sunshine pump for the team and the people that are going to be super negative. You just filter all that out and you find somewhere in the middle. And that's kind of where I sit right now. Well, I think that I think that middle is the term is realistic. Yeah. You know, re- realistically, this this team just isn't doing doing the right things, it seems. And like, I'm I'm sorry. Ryan O'Hearn is is a great guy. I've gotten the opportunity to talk to him. I've heard a lot of his interviews. He seems like a really nice guy, but he's just not a, a good major league baseball player. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the disconnect is, but fans really do not like seeing O'Hearn get put in the four spot when you have MJ Melendez on the bench, you know, man. So it's, I feel like that's the reaction was warranted tonight. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday night against the Rangers, of course. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know. What's, what's one of the most out there things that you've seen off of Royal social media? Oh, I mean, I'm not, to, I tried to, I tried to stay away from the really out there stuff. <laughs> I mean, I know people that have talked about that, you know, the overreaction to Bobby, like 10 games mm-hmm. in, I'm like, guys, he's 21 playing, playing in the big leagues, going, you know, calm down a little bit. That, that to me was, was too much early yeah. on. I mean, the, the Ryan O'Hearn stuff, like my frustration with that whole situation has nothing to do with Ryan. O'Hearn. Like, like I said, he's a, he's a good dude by all accounts. He handles himself well, goes to the post every day. And it, he's just not a good big leaguer. He's, I mean, that is fact at this point. We have like a thousand at-bats of that. My frustration lies with management and ownership, or at least like the front office that continue to run him out there, basically beating their head against the wall, trying to make it work. <laughs> and it's it's just not going to happen. It hasn't been. He has not been an above average hitter since 2018. And yep. for the most part, and for those parts since 2019 on, he's been bad. Like you can't even go to average. It's just been bad. And so it's a certain point, a good organization, a well-run organization would have cut ties with them after 2020. Like when you're, if you're going to be bad, then be bad and let him get his chance. They did that in 2018. They did it in 2019. But if you're going to compete, like you're saying you are, there's no at-bats for him at the big league club. If you want to send him down to AAA and bring him up in a pinch, cool. Cause he still has an option. Yeah. And they just, they, they won't use it is what it is. I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys that still have that option that people are forgetting about. Boobage has options. Hernandez has options. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of moving around that can happen that this team just isn't letting happen in a sense. And I've, I've seen a lot of like decent ideas out there on, on Royal social media. I, I said decent, not because they're great. Um, but look, well, let, let, let's get off social media because I know Royals Twitter and Royals Facebook are a whole different beast. Um, and let's let's talk about some mid-season projections. Um, Andrew Benatendi started off on fire this year. Um, he's he's leveled off a little bit, but he's still performing at a pretty good clip. And he is going to be a free agent after this season. Um, with how this Royals team is set up and performing right now, do you think that they should you know, try to get some assets out of him and move on? Or do you think they should try to keep him for the long haul? You trade him. You, you do. You are not, if the Royals were in a more of a middling place or they were at least kind of had their head above water playing good baseball, at least showing, showing some signs of life, then maybe you keep him around and see what you got. I'm not on the Andrew Benintendi extension train. I never really have been. 
Okay. And if they, if they decide to at a decent number, then I'm not going to be incredibly upset. He's a good ball player. Um, it's nothing against him. I just don't think there is a, I just think the long-term fit of an Andrew Benintendi is not, not conducive to success long-term for the Royals. So at that point, if you're going to be bad and you have a good player, you need to actually bite the bullet, do something that the Royals have really not wanted to do with guys that are performing and at the big league level that they should trade. They need to do it because you probably can get a team that's desperate that needs an outfielder. Say like, so, you know, contending team has their left fielder get hurt. He's out for the year. Then you go jump on that. You jump on that desperation, go and get a couple of prospects back and let Kyle Isbell go out there every day and play. When Edward Olivares is healthy, you get him out there. Heck, if you want to bring up Brewer Hicklin just to see what he has, let's do it. I, I, I'm all for interesting at this point. Like, just be interesting. Be, like, young and bad, not old and bad, which is what we've seen. Yeah, that's that's true. I think I think that's all fans want to see right now is they want to see some form of life, and there's nothing like an influx of youth to bring some life back to the team. I mean, you know, you're talking about that trade scenario. Like, imagine – you know, in two years time, we could have Isabel and left and, you know, maybe someone like Nick Lofton out there in center field and, you know, someone rotating out right field like there that outfield can be plus again. Yeah. Um, but I just don't see Andrew Benintendi in the in the long term plan for the Kansas City Royals. No. And generally, like I talked a little bit about this on one Royal way a couple weeks back. But when you make a free agent move like that and you sign him for, say, four for 65 something along those lines which i think is realistic that he could get so like a five or a five for 72 kind of like a a little bit like the alex gordon contract i bet Mm -hmm. he gets somewhere in that range that's 56 60 70 million dollars that you can't give to bobby wood jim that's true and so and that's somebody that i don't want to see walk out the door if he reaches the potential that we all think he can if he doesn't if he gets like 80 percent of his ceiling that's a franchise cornerstone type that you want to keep around for the next 15 years. Mm -hmm. So you have to, and as a small market team, not many opportunities to keep guys like that around. So you have to do be smart with your money to put together something in three years and go, Hey, you, we want you here for the long haul. Here's pick a nine, nine figure number. Yeah. So that's, I'd rather see them kind of be smart in free agency and keep money around for Bobby. Would you, is kind of how I look at a, Andrew Benintendi extension. All right. Understood. Hey, I, I got to ask the question since we're talking about money. Um, do you foresee the Salvador Perez contract getting ugly at all? Not really. No. Okay. Um, I'm not worried about Salvador Perez at all. Okay. He's, he has stretched I mean, he's, he's a hot and cold hitter. He always has yeah. been. So I'm not gonna, I'm not going to be worried about it. He's going to have a, a, you know, a three week stretch where he hits nine home runs here. soon. <laughs> So I'm, I'm not worried about it in, in that regard. And I think some of the pressure is going to get taken off when MJ catches a little more and he can DA. Like, I think once he goes to a full-time DH, probably by the middle of next year, then it's going to be fine because he's rested. He has four at bats and he can just swing for the fences like he's done. So I, I don't think that one's going to end up being, a, you know, I don't think that one is going to look as bad. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for the inputs on the, on the money. We'll just have to wait and see what happens on there. Oh, yeah. But hey, give us a give us a sneak peek. What do y'all got going over on over there at One Royal Way? So I'm actually once we're done recording this, I'm hopping on with Josh Kaiser, one of my uh, co-hosts of Royals Farm Report. We're gonna 
commiserate a little bit about what we've seen the last few uh, last <laughs> week or so. Um, hopefully it's not all negative. There's no reason to be doing that in, in May. We'll say that for July when I do actually want to go scorched earth if things don't change. Uh, <laughs> but we'll have that. Uh, that'll be up either Thursday or Friday. I'm not quite sure yet. It'll depend on the upload schedule with uh, some of the chief stuff. I think the the schedule release for the NFL is on Thursday. So that oh, might, yeah. the NFL machine might, uh, might uh, screw things up a little bit. So maybe I'll try and hopefully get it out tomorrow morning uh, when you're listening to this. And then Royals farm report will be out uh, likely Tuesday. We have an interview with Noah Cameron, uh, lefty pitcher, local kid. I believe he's from around St. Joe. Okay. Uh, that's uh, down in Columbia now. So we're going to have that interview with him. So be sure to check that out. Follow us on Twitter, Royals farm report at Royals farm, KC sports network, uh, on Twitter, got a bunch of good stuff coming around. If you're a Kansas City fan in general, uh, we got some fun stuff coming up uh, soon with some other sports uh, here soon. There you go. Where can folks follow you on Twitter at? At, at JT Penfield for very mediocre Royals takes. I tweet about <laughs> Oklahoma State quite a bit as well. Uh, and then you'll find comment commentary on beer and coffee as well. You're you're a Cowboys fan of all people. Oklahoma State. I'm a, that's my alma mater. Oh, there you go. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, at least I'm not a dirty Jayhawk fan, so you you can count on that. There we go. (laughs) All right. But hey, everyone, thank you again for listening. Again, uh, you can follow the podcast at Royal Rundown Pod on Twitter. And again, this is Jacob Milham. You can follow me on Twitter at JMilTheHam. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, go Royals.